This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York. Yankee Sports Talk, swinging for the fences, knock it out the park. This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk, Christian and Chris, of course, SGR. This is New York, Yankee Sports Talk, call me New York, Yankee Sports Talk. Record, rain or shine, grab your shades and umbrellas, N-Y-Y-S-T, you're hanging with the fellas. Welcome back. This is episode 342 of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian, and I'm with SGR. What up? And filling in for a melted Chris is Pete Simonetti. Yo. What's up, Pete? Yo, how you doing? How you doing? Doing, doing better. How you than, doing? Uh, doing, how you doing? I don't want to jinx how myself, but Chris is having a little... Little technical okay. difficulties at okay. the house right now, so okay. uh, he's unable okay. to join us here. A We're live. Outage, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Bauer outage. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. okay. How you doing? Okay, Jake oh, Bowers. Jake Bauer outage. Okay, Bowers. <laughs> Bowers is a bum. Bum. Okay. Right. A lot of bums there. Okay. I think okay. he's got a lot of bums. There, a team of bums. All right. Oh. Ryan, was it our first off season when we did the Bronx, the Bronx bums, the worst players in Yankee history? <laughs> yes, that was it could be now one of my be favorite the 2023 episodes, team. It's a 2023 team. Vernon Wells, yes. that yeah, that's pretty much. It. Which offense was better, that offense or this offense? Jeez, man, because yeah, sometimes they put out the lineup for this one, and that's what you're reminded of. So yeah, it's, it's I think Chris too Carter. Far off, we, Chris Carter was on the Bronx bums. I saw it on. Yeah, he was the starting bums. first, starting first baseman. <laughs> well, we're live here Thursday night. The Yankees uh, have an off day here. Um, it's uh, it's a four and one homestand. They just finished last night with a win over the Mets. And you'd think you'd come on here excited, you know. The Yankees after just a dreadful uh, road trip, they came home. They won some games here, and people really know better about this team than you did when they when they. Uh, when they lost in, uh, when they got swept down Anaheim here, because they came home, they swept the Royals, which I mean, Jesus, if you can't handle that, then uh, we really have no hope for anything. But you saw nothing was really fixed in there. They just basically beat uh, a team that's going to lose 116 games, right? Then they played the Mets. They got rocked on on uh, Tuesday night, and then they couldn't score. They had they went uh, last I checked. It was they went one for eleven runners in scoring position. Yeah, uh, Wednesday night. I I'm not sure if they finished 
that way, but I think that's what it was at one point. Maybe in the seventh, it was one for 11. They had runners on all night. They couldn't get a big hit. I mean, the only one that had a run scoring hit, Volpe had a double the other way, but then they left him there. He led the inning. It was the second batter of the inning. They left him there, right? Mm. They don't even score the second run in, in what was that, the second inning, if not for a great yeah. read in uh, slide by Bader. Mm-hmm. Uh, this team is just a mess right now. And the uh, there's really – I don't know how to feel about them other than there's a lot of uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Like a lot of innuendo of what they're going to do over these next couple of games. Like like this Baltimore series is like some magic determin- determining factor of what they're going to do at the trade deadline. Uh, yeah. First of all, I don't know how you feel about this, but why are we waiting until they play these three games in Baltimore – why is nothing being done right now? Shouldn't be, man. I, I was calling for it after the sweep of the Royals, and everybody's going, yeah, it's the Royals. I'm like, yeah, exactly. I mean, you still got three wins in a row. I mean, you would think that's a good time to say, hey, you know, what? whether it's a relief pitcher or something, at least you're telling your club, look, we got your back. You know, that that's a, even if you want to do it if, now. Like, a lot of us, I think, we're expecting maybe there'll be something done today at some time because they go, like you said, four and one. And, you know, you're, you're expecting that the organization is smart enough to maybe try to attack when, when, uh, when things are hot. You, you see a lot of deals already being made, so it's not like nobody else is looking to make moves. But, you know, my hope was that the Yankees would be going into Baltimore with at mm-hmm. least a new face going along with Aaron Judge, who's coming back also. Yeah, because when they made that move back in, what, 2017, that, that White Sox? Yeah, the White Sox trade. You know, that was a, a good move for the players to get some confidence. So, Pete, you make a great point. If they make the move now before this this hard stretch of games before the deadline, it's giving it's boosting that confidence for the players. And now doing it, you're kind of showing that hesitancy that they might have for these players to take a step back. Let's see how you do the contenders in Baltimore and Tampa Bay. And if you suck, then we're not making the moves to better. Now, tell me if you guys disagree with this. Brian doesn't doesn't get the opportunity to sit here and do nothing. He needs to fix the mess that he made. This is oh, his no. team. Of course. He needs, to, he needs to fix this mess that he he put this together. Now he needs to fix it. There's no reason why the Yankees can't bring in a legitimate starting outfielder. Now right. Right before we came on, now you're hearing rumors that Juan Soto was available. The chat is buzzing about it. Oh, yeah. So if, if you're in the chat, hit the like button. Let's go. Smacky to likey. I Smacky mean, we to had, likey. For NYYST on this channel, we had a record-breaking uh, show last week. So let's let's get the same turnout this week. Let's go. Let's hit the like button. And if you're okay. listening okay. Okay. Uh, on Friday on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and review. But you can – Oh, up the ladder. Right? Juan Soto is the top, of, the cream of the crop, right? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. cream of the crop, right? As, oh, yeah. Like the macho man used to say. <laughs> now, there's different levels of a left fielder you can get. Now, you keep hearing these, these a lot of these, uh, to quote another 80s wrestler, uh, Bobby Heenan, a lot of ham and eggers out there, the like Seth Brown and Randall Grechuk. I don't... <laughs> If you're going, if, if if that's what Brian Cashman is going to do, don't do anything, okay? Mm-hmm. Don't waste my time Facts. and gas and gaslight the fan base <laughs> into saying, "Oh, see, we did something." You did nothing. Bringing in Seth Brown and or Randall Gritchuk or or whoever, 
uh, whoever these 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 these. Oh my god, I'm. I'm take over i'm losing my mind right here can you forget <laughs> i'm just fucking so flustered you right now you, because you don't want seth brown he's hitting 197 on the air dude 10 you know 10 the funny runs. the funny thing was I, I actually didn't mind seth brown last year last year he was one of the guys mm-hmm. where i was like he was having a better year last year and i was like he might actually be somebody that could that could be a nice little piece for him but look it's almost like me and christian were talking about this before before we even came on and we said look if that's going to be the move Use your damn prospects, man. Call up Everson Pereira. Mm-hmm. Call up Estevan Floriel and, and and let those guys platoon or something. I mean, it, it just it just doesn't make sense to me that you're going to go out there and you obviously know, look, the Yankees got major offensive flaws. This is going back to with Aaron Judge and without Aaron Judge. The Yankees were winning games when Aaron Judge would hopefully hit a home run. And then it's like, all right, we got a better chance of winning. But at the end of the day, it's not the NBA. You don't get a superstar back and just go on a. Unbelievable he's sitting in Chris's streak. chair, so he's using his his line there. That's that's one. Oh, yeah, his line? End at, of the at day. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, really oh, is it? No, right? Yeah, he, he has a problem with it. <laughs> this nine is what happens when a two, guest joins. He's used it like nine times in a two minute. Next, span next, you're gonna say you're done. I'm done. I'm done. No, that I, that I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. And then again, maybe not. Maybe if, right. I'll put it like this. If Soto does get traded and it's not the Yankees, I'm done. That's it. I'll use Chris's line right there. Then I am absolutely done. But the Yankees can't sit back and go, we're going to go ahead and just try to band-aid some patches here. These holes are too fucking big. They need surgery. They they don't need a a little, you got a boo-boo, slap that baby on, you're good to go. The Yankees need surgery. It's what they need. And 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 Christian's right. Brian Cashman's the guy that put him in the hole. He got to try to figure a way to get him out of it here, but it's going to take some creativity that I don't think he has. Wasn't shocked when I brought this to his attention. But to me, once you heard it out loud, it really is mind-blowing at the ineptitude of Brian Cashman to fill this position and talking Yanks. Okay, okay, okay. When they brought when they had Boone on this week, they said. 20 guys have played in left field in the last two and a half seasons. Saw that, yeah. 13 guys have made at least five starts. Mm-hmm. It really shouldn't be that hard to find a, a, a consistent left fielder. And I get it. You brought in Benintendi last year. He would have, you know, but he wasn't a long-term solution as we saw. He got hurt. But even still then, you know, it didn't seem like he was going to be a long-term solution. But other than that, what have the Yankees done? They've just tried to, oh, we got a spare infielder? Left field. That's it. And the, the other funny part of that interview was, I don't know if you guys saw this, but immediately when it ended, I don't watch it. Uh, Ra Thompson called me up immediately and he goes, you can't believe what just happened. Like what, what, what the, what happened? What do they say to him now? Like, I don't believe they really went hard at or whatever, but anyway, he goes, they talk, he talked about that same thing. The left fielder, they asked Aaron Boone flat out who has played the most in left field. He had no clue. Mm. <laughs> how are you the manager you're making the lineups and you do not know who played left field the most on your club? That to me is just batshit crazy. And is there a way you could find that out who has the most starts in left field in the last two and a half seasons? I think it was Joey it. Gallo. I think it was Joey Gallo is what they said. Or I don't know. I don't know how maybe they went to the beginning of last year, but Gallo had like 40 something starts in left field and he was the actual most out of anybody. Well, since the, I guess, yeah, to well. whatever time it was. I, I'm not sure what the date was, but the answer was Gallo, and he had no idea. 
Yeah, I get. Yeah, well, you know, they did try to trade for Gallo, but you know that didn't work out. It's just you knew you had this problem, and your answer was, "Oh, we have a utility infielder. We'll yeah. stick him out there." Oh, he sucks. Oh, we have another utility infielder. We'll stick him out there too. And like you said, there's trades being made. The Angels have pulled Otani off the market. They're going for it. They Damn just right. they traded for Lucas Giolito. Carlos Santana was traded. Uh, Kike Hernandez was traded. Ahmed Rosario was traded. Yep. Now, maybe these are not names that are, like, getting you excited, but there's moves out there to be made. You got to make the phone calls. Right. And I don't think, you know, people are like, oh, Brian Cashman in a sleeping bag. Okay. But until he does something, that's what that's what everybody thinks. Of course. I put that he's missing in action today. And, you know, there was a lot of people that, when the Angels deal went down for Giolito and um, Lopez, they go, oh, my God, they gave up a lot. That's an overpay. And I'm sitting there going, well, you know, sometimes when you want somebody, that's what you have to do as a GM. You got to go, you know what? We are going to overpay. I didn't even so, see what they ended up giving up for him. I think it was, I think it was that tap, top catching prospect they have and, like, two other guys. But they're sitting there probably sitting there going, you know what? At the end of the day, we, we're keeping Otani. <laughs> we're keeping Otani. Did I? Did I? Is that what he says at the end of the day? I, I that, that is going to be on my mind. Yeah, he did. All time. He did it what nine times last week? I might You're beat two. P. No, we, we were well into the double digits. All right. Well, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. You know what? I'm gonna beat him today. To hell with it. I'm just gonna go. Well, ahead I was clipping it. something two weeks ago, and I'm listening to the clip, and I'm like, he literally just said this ten times in, in two minutes. <laughs> Well, at the end of the day, all right, mm. they overpaid. They overpaid, and they probably, the Angels' top two prospects was in that deal. But why the fuck is Brian Cashman not doing this? I mean, look at all the guys the Yankees have. You could go up and down their top prospects and who are currently on their team. Where are all these guys going to play? Where are all these guys going to play until you finally say, let's try to get creative, make as many moves as we can. By tr maybe, maybe we do got to overpay for Ballinger. Go do it. Go do it. The, the Padres want to be blown away? Blow them away. Blow them. Blow them. I was going to tweet that. I was like, oh, this is going to get some bad, uh, a bad response. I'd rather not. I was like, you know, Brian Cashman could just go ahead and blow Prella and <laughs> get the deal done quick. I'm just at a point right now where, like, I'm just frustrated that this team – thinks that they can get away with just being oh, what they are. And because Aaron Judge is coming back. Great. I, I love the guy. I think he's going to, he's going to boost this team. Even if he struggles for a week or two while he gets his footing underneath them. Right. Just him yep. being there will bring up, you would hope at least, you know, but based on what we've seen in the last month or so, who knows what these guys even have left in them. I mean, and one guy I got a shout out, and you know, as much as I'm on the trade Glaber train, I mean, he's been he's been fantastic, man. I mean, yeah, really, yeah. fifteen straight uh, games. The, the one guy that you can look at and say that he's actually elevated his game, and especially since the All Star break, <laughs> it, you know, while you know you're watching, you know, what was it, uh, first and second or first and third, with uh, nobody out in the first inning, and stands swinging through ninety one middle in. I mean, like that's. That's what if you if you're telling me you're throwing from a lefty 91 middle in the stand, I'm expecting that shit to 
to go 450 at a minimum, and he's swinging through it. And then Rizzo, I mean, tough at bat last night. I mean, he's absolutely scolds the ball, turns into a double play. But, I mean, those are the two guys. We harp on this every week that have done pretty much nothing that you needed to to step up in Aaron Judge's absence. And they've actually, you know, went backwards, you know. So that's why you got to give Glaber credit, man. As my, I still have to – if the right trade was on the table for him, I'd I'd do it in a heartbeat. But you got to give him credit; he's definitely stepped up. We've been hearing rumblings. I don't know how true they are that Miami's still interested in him. Which yep. you know, we heard that last year. We know that yep. we, they were close to sending him over there. But um, I don't know what the Marlins would be giving up because they're in a they're trying to go for it themselves. So I I'm not you know I saw one person that runs a podcast out down there say that the Yankees are scouting low level Miami players. Mm. No, absolutely not. No, like if you're yeah. trading, I mean, if you're trading Glaber Torres and you're in for lottery tickets, basically, because that's what low level players are. Single a players are, are basically lottery tickets. Keep yeah. them. I'd rather you keep them at that point. If you mean to tell me that you're trading him for couple of triple a arms that are going to impact the team next year and one of them has real high end potential okay you can convince me on that one but you're not trading glaber torres for something that you're not going to see for three or four years well no, who, that, who who was the yeah. name to last year that was attached to that uh, from Pablo the marlins Lopez. yeah and he, Pablo, he's yeah. been pretty terrible right he's in my yep. uh minnesota right he got traded for uh louisa rise yep yeah, that deal is looking kind of ugly right now for Miami, but I, I can see, you know, if if you trade uh, Glaber Torres, you, like you said, you can't sit there and go, we got a couple of low-A arms for him. That That's absolutely ridiculous. Like, if you trade Glaber Torres, you got to probably get maybe a trade-off. Maybe you're getting another trade for a second baseman, and then you go ahead and, and get a, a good outfielder for him, like a swap of a, of a left fielder or something like that. That is going to improve the team right now. I think it's very, very simple what the Yankees kind of have to look back at their club and do. They got probably 10 of the hardest games coming up right now. Mm-hmm. They got three against Baltimore, three against Tampa, and then four against Houston. The deadline's going to be passed by the time what the, the during the Tampa series. So the Yankees right? don't have, yeah, they don't have a lot of time to, to sit around and wait and and figure out what they're going to do, you would hope. That in reality, the reports of we want to wait until the Baltimore series to kind of figure out what we're going to do, that to me is is actually batshit crazy. Now, there is a possibility that Cashman could be working both sides here, figuring out what he could get for certain guys. So in case he has to make quick deals, he can. And they want to hold out just to see. But I, I feel like your mind has to be made up already. And I, I'm still on the train of the sell-by. And what I, of course, mean by the sell-by is... Kind of open that roster up. Teams teams are are looking for certain guys. Let them call you. They're available. Figure out trades. How much worse can they be offensively? I'm not talking about you're going out there and trading all your starters and, and your pen. But try to trade from, try to make that weakness uh, some new faces there. Uh, whether it's younger guys that you're just calling up. Whether it's some other guys that may not have been extremely productive. Bring him here and try him out. Or, or you get a big guy like a Soto that's going to help you for next year and trade whatever it takes. But they got to figure out what they want to do now because, look, this hasn't worked, and, it, and it's a long time now. Um, you know, going back to July last year, the Yankees are seven games over 500. I mean, that's the 97 and 90 from this point to July of last year. 
So this is not some club that has it all in place to win a World Series. So uh, Brendan Cunty here. Uh, I'm sorry, Cuddy. Uh, even though Cunty? he, okay. even though he wears two masks when he goes shopping for quinoa at Whole Foods, uh, he did. <laughs> He did put this out today, some bullet points from an article that he wrote, uh, and this is what we've been talking about, the, talking about. The Baltimore series will decide how much they buy. So to me, that kind of indicates the Yankees are going to do something, but this Baltimore series can de- will determine how far they go. But let's say they go one and two or, gets, or God forbid, get swept against Baltimore. You're leaving yourself a day to do work? That's mm. what I'm... And they could be working. I mean, they they could typically, sure you know, they are. yeah, they'll, they'll well, they send they, scouts, they right? They things. send scouts to Chicago to Bellinger. Yeah, they'll, they'll you know that that's a normal process too of of you know sending scouts elsewhere and all that. But they probably have ideas of you know what moves could be made. Like last year, if you guys remember, um, the deal for Bader was done like at eleven in the morning. I tweeted mm-hmm. about it at ten thirty. And we didn't hear it that until right before. Yeah, right before. So I think a lot of times what it is, they probably have certain things in place. They know they can just make the make the call on and say, yeah, let's do it. And mm-hmm. maybe they're trying to work other things out in that time. So they could very well have some ideas of, of what route they're going to take. But uh, they just, they just so speaking of uh, the Padres wanted to be blown away, I think we want to be blown away. I mean, I think we want to be blown away as fans. I mean, I want to sit here and root for this club. I want to sit here and see a different offense after this. I don't want to sit there and go, well, because the last thing I, I need to hear is we got Aaron Judge back. We felt like that was better than anything available. And you know they're mm, going to say that. That's you know be that's the line, coming. man. You know that's coming. Aaron, jo- Aaron Judge is better than anything that was available. We rather I hold on to our assets. That we could acquire an MVP a top-flight bullpen arm and a starter that had a sub-3 ERA last year. Would you like that? That's what they're going to say. Yeah, yeah that's because, definitely because, what Yeah, Because Nestor, Luizica are, are mm-hmm. uh, coming back as well as Judge, so that's what they're going to be like. Oh, well, we got all the it's – it's not the same thing. Like, that's when – you know, I got into a ton of fights with people when uh, Kay said uh, – Getting Rodon back is like acquiring acquiring an ace in July. It's, it's not, not like acquiring an ace in July. Not at all. Because because you 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 uh you accounted on this guy to be here all season and he hasn't so been. Stu- I mean that's so stupid. It's that's just such a stu- lazy thing to say. It's yeah, just exactly stupid. Like, but you counted on Aaron Judge to be here all season. He hasn't been. So you're just getting your guy back. You you didn't actually do anything to make the team better. Exactly. He was injured. He came back. That's not a trade. That's not you going out there, you know, flexing your creativity and going, all right, we got a deal in place. No, you didn't do that. He's injured. He's coming back. The Yankees couldn't acquire anybody as good as Nestor Cortez on the market. Okay. But they didn't also acquire Nestor Cortez. They had him. He was hurt. And now he's back. Like, what did you do? You didn't do anything. Like, it's just a cop out. It's a cop out. It's bullshit cop out. Yankee cuckery gaslighting. That's all it is. And and they go. Goes on to say here, just want to hit up these couple of bullet Conti, points. Conti, okay, Conti, folks. Yeah, he says the Yankees are unwilling to trade top prospects, specifically Dominguez and Pereira. So here's my problem with that, right? So obviously, <laughs> if you're not going to trade those guys, then you're definitely taking yourself out of any conversation for Juan Soto, right? Right, yep. But also, what have you seen from a Yankee prospect whether he's in the organization or you traded him away in the last four years, 
first of all, since since they made that White Sox trade, okay, which uh, people are like, oh, Blake Rutherford, they 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 thought he was going to be fucking Babe Ruth, right? Yeah. What yeah. happened to him? Nothing, right? All these guys that have been even guys that we shipped out, right? Ezekiel Duran is he probably the the, the most noteworthy guy in terms of actual yeah. play on the field? Yeah, probably. Him and him and Estrada, I would say. Well, the Yankees just pretty much gave up on him, though. Yeah, they just they, released him. Yeah, they were just like, yeah, we're done with this guy. Clint Frazier, Justice Sheffield, <laughs> uh, Miguel Andujar, Ken Waldachuk, uh, 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 what's his, uh, uh, what's the, the pitcher? Uh, what's the pitcher's name? Uh, Caprillion. Name yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Name him. Who's out there blowing the league away right now? Where oh, you're like, damn, I wish uh, we had this guy. Uh, okay, okay. Super chat. Okay. Oh, hi. Okay, we got Ra, our boy Ra. Okay, okay Ra, okay. Uh, I can't go through another trade deadline of Cashman saying uh, the cost of said player was too much for what we are willing to give up. Okay. Thank you, Ra. Ra, okay. I so can't. Are, I really can't hear that again. I, I can't. So what are you yeah. holding on to these guys for? I love. Look, dude, we're all fucking rooting for Anthony Volpe. He's hitting two ten. Mm-hmm. He's hitting ten, guys. Yep. Like what? Are, and, and we all scream for Peraza, right? We did. Everybody in this room is is admitting it. The guy looks like he doesn't even belong on a baseball field right now. Yeah, he looks terrible he since looks that first con- game. He yeah, looks con- really bad. He looks yeah. confused out there. So what are you holding on to prospects for? I mean, Jesus, are we the are we the insane ones that that are watching the Yankees ship prospects out the one and the ones that they keep and we're like, and it's just uh, something wrong in our brains that these guys are that we don't think these guys are turning out. But meanwhile, Brian Cashman thinks he's got a room full of Mickey Mantles and Derek Jeters. Yep. Mm. Yep. Well, that's what we're dealing with. <clears throat> I mean, look, th- this has been something that the Yankees have dealt with now for a long time. You go back to when was it? 2010. Was it tw- what was the year the Yankees could have traded for Cliff Lee and they decided no because they wouldn't give up Eduardo Nunez? I don't think it was 2010 because they faced him in 09. So it couldn't be 2010. It had to be before that when he was with Seattle. Oh, it was at they had won the World Series already. Did they? So what was 2010 then? It had to be 2010. 2010 or 2011. It was definitely after they won the World Series. I mean, think about that. They had him. they probably go back-to-back that year. There's a much better chance they have a chance to go back-to-back that year. Yeah. What do they end up doing? They say no because Eduardo Nunez. Oh, mm. Eduardo Nunez was too valuable. <laughs> then you even go back to originally Garrett Cole's deal. I was we just can't give that. Chance Adams yeah. up and Clint Frazier. No way. You got to pick one. Can't do both of these guys. You got to pick one of these guys. So I, I'm like, this is not new. This has been Brian Cash for a long time. And it's funny because a lot of times we get mad at people like Fishman. Fishman wasn't really there then. That wasn't a whole thing. This is a lot of this is Brian Cashman. A lot of it is all Brian Cashman on hoarding these prospects. And look, if the Yankees can sit back and they go, look, I mean, we've had five guys in that lineup currently right now that are all our guys, and, you know, three of them have been all-stars, and the other two are very good players. Then you have a legitimate beef. But the Yankees right now are getting older every year, and predominantly Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge. And the Yankees have done nothing to build around those guys to truly put a contender on on the, on the field. So it's, it, it's, it's probably going to be more of the same bullshit, to be honest. 
Oh, it goes on to say here, not expected to add much of any payroll, which I mean, is just, it's horse. Shit. That's horse shit. I mean, honestly, though, if I'm Hal Steinbrenner and I'm paying $300 million for this garbage, why would I want to sink another cent into it? But at the same time, he did it to himself because he refuses to get rid of the bold weasel. Yep. And we suffer from it. It That's said right. that it said that also that the Yankees could deal from their bullpen depth. Exactly what bullpen depth do the Yankees have right now? Everybody, everybody's worn out right now. They're all destroyed. That bullpen. I mean, Clay. All right, let's say Clay Holmes probably has the most value out of anybody in that bullpen. Mm-hmm. Great. Now you just traded your closer. So how? Yeah, you really so how, you can't. How did, how did that make you better? Right. Well, and, and who the hell wants Marinacci? I mean, at the end of the day, are you jumping up and down to go? Hey, we'll give you something valuable. Come on. Wait, I, okay, nah. Wandy prop. Wandy yeah, it would be Holmes and Wandy. But yeah, again, gotta think. Yeah, Wandy's got. I mean, Wandy's probably your most versatile reliever, right? No, nope. <laughs> who's who's your lefty at the pen? Nick Ramirez. Yeah, the season, literally. Yeah. They got there. I mean, come on. I mean, you're not going to trade Tommy. You could trade Tommy Canley. It's a short term deal. I think it was mm. what just two, two years. years. Yeah. Yep. Probably. I mean, would you trade Michael King? I mean, I I don't I don't have a, a an affinity for him, but I mean, would the Yankees do it? I mean, these are the guys that are available. But again, if you trade any of them, this is not like you when you traded a role this Chapman and Andrew Miller. These are not premier closers. Like, what are you really getting from them for them? You know. Yep. The Yankee, and this is. This is what it goes on to say here. Too. I think this is the last point that I want to touch on here. Okay. It says, it says not much MLB talent that they want to trade because it doesn't have enough value. Well, there you go. If these are the guys that have the most value on your team, then you're pretty shitty. Okay. Because right. uh, <laughs> you're, you're, you can trade Glaber Torres, right? I think Glaber Torres is there from the major league team, right? Would you agree or disagree? He's their biggest trade chip. Easy. Easy. And if you look at the market, too, I mean, how many good bats are out there? I think you'd actually get something pretty decent for him, to be honest. So if you traded him, you'd have to trade him for either major league ready talent or major league talent. You can't cash him in for some single A bullshit, as I said earlier earlier in the show. You got if you're trading Glaber Torres, he needs to uh, be traded for somebody that's going to have an impact on at least the 2024 team and beyond. Not not 26 or 27. Because the longer they languish in the Yankee system, the the further away from being a star that they're going to be. Yep. There was a no raving doubt. there was a raving uh, article by I think Max Goodman about Spencer Jones. Get him the fuck up here, mm. please. Screw the system because the longer he sits in this organization, in this minor league system, he yeah. he is just he will never be anything. They compared him to to a, like a hybrid of Stanton and Judge today. Yeah, that's a, that's tough for me to believe. To be honest, after after seeing more of him uh, this year, um, I would say that my expectations are still high, but they probably lowered a bit um, from where I was. Um, I, I, I love, you know, the, the judge and stand comparison stuff like, okay, so what about his game is judge and stand? He's tall. Okay. What else? There is no comparison. Like if you really watch his game, he doesn't hit these long towering high home runs. The guy's a line drive hitter. He's a better athlete than both of those guys. And that's not saying he's a better player. His body is very, very different than judge and, and Stanton. They compare him to those guys because of his height. But he's a very, very different player. His strikeout rate in double A in, in A ball is probably the reason why he's not in double A. 
So that stuff needs to change, and the pitch recognition needs to change. But yeah. he has he has a lot of work to do, and it is a little concerning in my opinion. But he's getting kind of hot again. But he should be in Double A already by now, and he's not. So I, I think yeah. we got to dial those those expectations again back a little bit. Everybody's like, "Oh, we got the Martian." No, you don't have a Martian. Okay, you have a guy that can't hit two hundred in Double A. Is what you have, because I said this before, and. I'm going to say it again right now. Martian is something that's out of this world. It's something you've yep. never seen before. It's a little green man running around that you, when you, you see him, your jaw drops right. because you've never laid eyes upon something like right. that. Okay? UAE? Okay. So if he was the Martian, guess where UAB. he'd be right now? Guess where he'd be right now? He'd be in like. Oh, we can't trade the Martian. We can't trade him. No, but you know what? If he didn't have that goddamn nickname, you wouldn't get. No one would care about uh, Jason Dominguez. Oh, we can't trade the Martian. Yeah, you can. Okay, you can absolutely yeah, trade him because they if he gotta... was, if he was Juan Soto, because everybody's like, we can't trade him for Juan Soto. If he was Juan Soto, he'd been up. He'd been in the major leagues. And this is coming from somebody who screamed his fucking head off in uh, spring training because I didn't want him to get sent down because he was so hot. And the other alternative was friggin' Aaron Hicks, but he's gone back down to the minor leagues and shown you that he's not ready for prime time yet. Yeah, the, the Yankees got to stop the whole, you know, blowing up their prospects before they reach A ball or, or mm. double A. It's like this this thing they love to do. They truly hype these guys up. I mean, uh, we, 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 they they almost hype their prospects up more than they hype their players up. I said it the other day. You you could almost make an argument that Jason Dominguez, Anthony Volpe. I don't want to really throw Peraz in there. But you can make an argument that those two are two of the top, well, most well-known Yankees. And one of them isn't even in the major leagues yet. But they're probably the most talked about players when it comes to the organization. And Dominguez has gotten hot as of late, so you know maybe he's starting to put it together. But again, it's not stopping me from making the club better. I literally just put a tweet out before we went live, and I said that if it's for Soto and they want to be blown away, I opened a book to them and asked them what do they want. And somebody responded, that does not make the Yankees better. And it's unbelievable that we have gotten to a point where Yankee fans have truly bought into this bullshit with no evidence, with zero evidence that Yankee prospects are going to pan out, that are going to win them a, win them a chip. But yet you won't take Juan Soto who the Yankees, one, got the money to re-sign him long-term, and he's so perfect for Aaron Judge. And he's an 9 Yankee. He's the same type of player. You're going to walk me? I'll take the walk. I'm not going to go chasing. I'll let Judge behind me get, get the A-B and drive guys in. That is what the Yankees need. Aaron Judge last year should have had like 180 RBIs with, with the damage he did. Guy had nobody on base for him. And they don't, they don't comprehend this. To go, we need to figure out who gets on base for Judge. Oh, well, wait, wait, I'm wrong. Because Cashman did say that's the reason we went to get Andrew Benintendi. But then he left it left left field open for Oswaldo Cabrera, which anybody, including me, I said it multiple times. I had it first, okay? He's not a left fielder. He shouldn't be the starter in left field. That's ridiculous to give it to I him. said the same thing. I said I, no I said when people were, oh, I got into arguments with a lot of people, like, Oh, he's a, no, he's not a fucking outfielder. Yep. That's not something you should want for the Yankees is Oswaldo Cabrera 
to be uh, a starting left fielder. Did I think exactly. he had a place on this team? Yeah, I thought he had he had a place on this team. Being versatile, I, I liked his bat a lot more last year than what we've seen out of him this year. So I thought he could be a guy that could that could rotate around and maybe hit you 10, 15 home runs. But he, yep. he's obviously proven that he can't even do that this year, right? But I I to to be to lock him in to be an everyday outfielder, it's and and I watched him play left field last year too. And I was like, this guy's not a major league outfielder. Why do we want this? That's right. That's right. That that's something that, you know, you got an eye for it. You would see that pretty quickly. That's not that's not who he is. And, you know, the, the Yankees, um, they sat there and looked at everybody square in the face and they said, hey, we're a World Series team. We don't have a left fielder. But yet we passed upon a guy like Masataka Yoshida. That would have been phenomenal. And can you imagine the popularity of this guy this year? Mm. And you people talk about, well, the deal was $18 million. You know how much money the Yankees would have made on sponsorships alone? Mm. And being a Japanese player and being that good? They, they would have blew up New York. You'd have billboards no. of Japanese products all around, and they would have made their money back. The contract no, back this Tanaka year. wasn't that far, that far away, uh, that, that far back in the past. They know. They know. That's my point. They know. And Matsu- and- Matsui was like fucking God in Japan. Damn right. Damn right. And, and, you know, Yoshida was a guy that everybody thought was one of the best hitters in Japan. And I talked about him multiple times. I'd go after this guy. Go after this guy. And mm. Brian Cashman also passed on him. And the guy's hitting, what, 315 or 320? Yeah, 316. Or got 110 hits and 350 at-bats. What's his on-base percentage? 378. Well, Jesus, that would have looked very, very nice at the top of our order. Yes, it would have, Pete. What do we have? Who, who, who's, who's, what well, do we have? I don't know. Fucking pick it out of a hat. We had a new one again, right? Was that IKF's first time hitting leadoff the other day? Every day. Every yeah. day there's a new leadoff guy. So th- this is this is the structure of... And the saddest thing about us complaining about this all the time is almost on repeat. Yeah. Is the only person who, who we talk like Christian, you talked about Steinbrenner pays the money. He has all this money for this club. He also sat there and looked at that ball fuck in the face and go, he's another four years. Mm. I'd have slapped him in the face with a hundred dollar bills and said, get out my office. I'm spending all this money on what? Exactly. And yeah. That's what I always say. If you want to get mad at Hal Steinbrenner, that's what you get mad at him for. Not the money he sinks mm. into this team. This, this team has got enough money in put into it that it shouldn't be uh, a last place team. And, and please, please stop with the bullshit. Okay, this is more participation trophy fucking garbage that I hear out of Yankee fans. If we were in the AL Central, well, guess what? You're not in the AL Central. Uh, you're in the AL East, and you're in last place. I don't give a flying fuck if every team in the AL Central is under 500. It means dick to the New York Yankees because they play in the AL East. That is the competition that you are up against, and that's the competition that you're not as good as. So I don't give a shit what the Indians are doing or the fucking Twins or the goddamn Tigers. All that matters is that when you play them, if you're so much better than them, then fucking beat them. But stop with this fucking whiny bullshit that, oh, we'd be in the fucking first place if we were in the East. So, so you want to be proud of the fact that, that the New York Yankees, the 27-time World Series champions, are four games over 500, and that's good enough for first place in a fucking mediocre division? That's what you want to be proud about? Because that's not what I want to be proud about as a Yankee fan. I agree. And that's more the same bullshit that started happening last year. Once again, you know, once the Yankees started with excuses and leadership started with excuses and they opened the floodgates, I said, oh, my God, this is it. 
I said, that's all you're going to see from this club. And then you got Brian Cashman even having the balls to say, we, we, we should have won in 2017, or I consider that a win, or whatever the, mm. hell, whatever the hell it was, he said. Do you understand what a fucking loser you have to be to sit there and go, I consider that a win, or we would have won that. Guess what? You lost. I'm sorry to tell you. You lost. Or three runs in four games in, in Houston? Exactly. You lost. And you didn't lose. Because they cheated, bro. You lost because you just weren't good enough. And I exactly. Lo- and I love that 2017 team. That that was the the most fun I had watching the Yankees in the last 10 years. Yep. But you didn't. You weren't. You weren't good enough to win. And, and don't and don't nope. come out. And, nope. Yeah, dude. No, I the can't. only thing that stopped us uh, was something that was so illegal and horrific. So I get offended when I start hearing, you know, uh, we haven't been to the World Series since 09 because I'm like, well, I think we actually did it the right way. Pulled it down, brought it back up, drafted well, traded well, developed well, <laughs> dined well. Uh, the only thing that derailed us was a cheating circumstance that threw us off. What so, a fucking pussy, man. You got to be uh, one of the biggest. That's like, that's like saying I got knocked out stone cold and you get up late and be like, yeah, I mean, I did. I won that fight if you think about it. If you didn't catch me with that right. <laughs> If he didn't catch me with that right hook, right. I win that fight, no doubt about it. And all your friends are looking at you like, bro, you got your ass beat the whole round. What are you talking take about? Those, take those three seconds away. <laughs> exactly. There's Rewind this, it back. I know it's coming. I win. Don't worry about it. There's this video out there. It's it's probably a decade old now. It's called Wrestling Isn't Wrestling, right? I don't know if you ever saw it. It's like 25 minutes long. It's a short film that Max Landis did. And I'll, mm-hmm. I'll send you the link after we're done recording, but... They go through the arc of Triple H's career, right? So he gets to the point where uh, he fights John Cena, and the crowd is, like, razzing him for losing. But he's like, but I got some good shots in. That's what it's like. Every time I hear yeah. that, mm-hmm. that's, like, exactly what I'm thinking. Like, like oh, that's I got exactly I, I, but I got him once. Like, who the fuck cares? You lost. It means nothing. Right. It means nothing. It, it's one of the worst things you can do when you lose. It's like when people go, you're a sore loser. Well, yeah, nobody wants to be a sore loser. Nobody wants to sit back there and go, ah, well, you know, if this happened, that happened. You, It's like if somebody loses, when somebody loses a fight, yeah, but, you know, I had this injury. Nobody, the crowd boos. Why does the crowd boo? Because you're trying to take it away from the winner, and it sure. makes you look worse. And the Yankees have become a club that is now known for that. They are known to make excuses. They gave They gave Astros fans... All the ammunition. So what's going to be the excuse this time? It's going back to the Roy Jones Jr. fight. You guys, I don't know if you guys remember that, but what the hell is his name he fought? Antonio Tarver, I think it was. And Antonio Tarver beat him in the first round. Exactly. Yeah, from from the Rocky movie. But Antonio Tarver beat him in in, in the first match. The rematch. Watch that fucking shit live because my boy was a huge Roy Jones fan. He just destroyed him. He he didn't have anything to say for like 15 minutes. He just sat there with, with his fucking... Mouth open, staring yep. at the TV. And then the start of the second match, Roy, they, they go up there. Do you guys have, you know, anybody have anything to say? Antonio Torvald took the mic and said, do you have any more excuses, Roy? Do you have any more excuses? And what happened in that fight? Oh, he also knocked him out again. So th- this is the same thing that is happening with the Yankees right now. And honestly, man, it's it's absolutely pathetic as we got El Gato. <laughs> yeah, we had our first fucking appearance. Made late, so, late so, appearance. So if that's Brian Cashman's tact, oh well, yeah, you had two more opportunities. To yeah, beat right. Yes, <laughs> and you didn't even get as close as the, against the team that cheated to in your 
eyes to beat you. You didn't even get as close in the other two opportunities. Mm. So, I mean, no. what's your excuse, right? What's the excuse then? The well, oh, we heard the wind. Well, the wind, the wind held down Aaron Judge's home run last year, or we would have got him. Oh, Just God. stop. That is the so matter is that pathetic. is that it hurts me as a Yankee fan even here. Yeah, that. Exactly. Exact bingo right, right, right there. Like right. it, it bothers me. To, to even hear them say that, being a Yankee fan, I'm like, man, that shit actually hurts. Like, how how far have we fallen? Right. Like, Regardless and, of if that's true or not. Whether, exactly, and it's like, not, I don't really buy it, ended. but even if it was, that's not the narrative that you should be pumping when you lose. No doubt about it. Showing, uh, there you go, from Alex in the chat. They showed 04 Red Sox videos, and Boone had no, uh, yeah. it wasn't like that. What the fuck was even the reason? Yeah. <laughs> what was the reason <laughs> to even say, guys, sit around, everybody, kumbaya time? What are we I, watching, I Mr. Boone? The I 04 can't. World Series, when uh, the ALCS, when we lost. That's what yell. we're going to watch. Have a I cupcake, everybody. I can't yell about that one anymore. We're going to motivate each other. Let's let's, let's get <laughs> yeah. motivated here. Let, let's show how we got our ass fucking kicked. Worst get the moment fucking in shit that this guy has done. Just not even lines as... Uh, while the game is going on, just look at the things that he's done. Deserves to be fired for. Bro, like you say all the time, bro, and I'm with you 110%. The minute I hear a grown-ass man say they got fucking bullied, I'd be like, you're done. You can't lead uh, men. No question. You can't hey, it's true. Grown men saying that. It's true. Sorry. There's something to it. You know, you want to joke about little Taylor Swift stuff and all that, fine. But you go out there and you're, le and you're leading a group of men and you go, hey, I kind of feel like it was bullying. I mean, right there, I picked the phone up and go, hey, he's gone. Fire him. Why? He His press conference. I'll come out right now and have a press conference and discuss why he was fired. Flat tell you out, this right simple. now. I'll tell you this right now. <laughs> was that me or did he just no, totally cut him. out? He just all right, is he getting bleeped again? Christian, we can't hear you at all, bro. Can't hear you. Totally... Dead sound. That was hundred percent Yankees propaganda. Yeah, right I'm there. I'm thinking Cashman. Nah, still nah, can hear you, man. Like, you are like off, off. Fucking Elgato doing a fucking Elgato behind the scenes hack here. Hi, chat. How you doing? How we doing in there? I think I fooled someone in the chat. They thought that Cashman was actually with us here. Yo, El Yo Elvis. Yo My Elvis favorite. thought it was favorite. actually. I Cashman. should be back. There he is. Good, there he is. Go ahead, continue. Let me tell okay. you. Can I, can I tell you? Can you okay. still hear me? Yeah. yeah. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. I can tell you something, bro. Okay. If I'm Hal Steinbrenner, and I hear that Aaron owed one of the one of my father's biggest embarrassments as the owner of New York Yankees to motivate this team. I would walk in there, I'd fucking slap the shit out of him, and I'd say, why don't you just whip your dick out and piss on my father's grave while you're at it? You're wow. at, you're done. Okay. You're fucking done. Uh, Get the yep. fuck out. Adios. Yeah. Adios. But that was a good idea. And then and then they got, everybody there's got the balls to say that we the, we the fans blew that out of proportion. No, come on now. No, I, you know. I think that's almost, I think that's across the board on Yankee fandom, something that almost everybody was aligned with. And if you guys do remember, I think towards the end of the year after the Yankees lost, I think everybody was in agreement that Aaron Boone should be fired. I think you barely had anybody out there being like, no, it's not his fault. 
the majority of people were like, no, nah, I mean, he got to go. Like Aaron, Aaron Boone, enough with this guy. Enough is enough. And you just hear him talk. And he, even that, the one night when he, I, I still can't get some of his things out of my head because it, it's really bothered me this bad. The other, when, uh, what was it, Griffin Canning, and he says, we worked him well. Mm-hmm. I'm sitting there going like, I have never in my lifetime heard a manager say something so fucking stupid. He worked you guys. It's not the other way around. How do you take credit for a pitcher dominating you? You took credit for getting his pitch count up. He struck out 12 batters, bro. What mm-hmm. are you, what are you, what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, it's a far cry from, from, uh, the days when the Yankees used to grind Pedro Martinez bingo seven innings and then get to their bullpen and win a game. It's a far mm. cry from those days. Griffin canning. You, is anybody, <laughs> no disrespect him. Is anybody even going to fucking know his name next year? No, we will. Well, Boone will Boone loves him. He worked them. Oh, another super chat here from Ronnie. Okay. okay. Uh, Christian. Hal yes. doesn't even like his own father. Unfortunately. That's what Mr. Ronnie said. There's actually truth there. Yeah, there is maybe a little bitterness. And I think that's why maybe my conspiracy is that that's why Brian Cashman has a job, is that you got to remember Cashman's been with this organization since 1986. My guess is that him and Hal had a a drunken stupor one night and bonded over their hatred for for George. And ever since then, they've been brothers. They're not co-workers. They're they're brothers, not his boss. I I definitely believe the brothers aspect. But, I mean, you don't work for a guy for 30 years and hate him, right? I mean, No, but but like that that secretiveness that you kind of like. Well, I think what it was, uh, for me, I think it's more a resentment type thing. I don't necessarily even mean that it's hate. I think there's a resentment No, it's like a family type of thing. And at the end of the day, if people people seem to forget this a lot of times because, unfortunately— you know, Hank got sick and he eventually passed away. It was over. handed over to Hank. But he fucked up. Yeah. But it, it was mm-hmm. originally handed over to him because George, True. you know, the majority of people you speak to that, that know the family, they tell you that he was a lot more like George. Well, he looked very he was much a more dead like ringer him. for George. I mean, you could definitely yeah, they tell that like was George's him. son. He looked just like him. Yep, but sounded, I, talked like him and everything, but... Yeah. I mean, R.I.P. Hank, I mean, things still probably yeah. would have wound up in Hal's lap because, his, unfortunately, his brother passed away, but, you know, they sent Hank out to go play with the horses because he brought A-Rod back and nobody wanted A-Rod back. <laughs> yeah, but mm-hmm. at f- the end of the day... And you look at it, though, it's it's probably the right move. I mean, you got a... That's a Yankee move. That's a George move. Got to keep A-Rod in the fold. It's still It's still a George move. It, yeah, but yeah, you're right. But he's didn't he? He was already at that point, right? I forgot what year it was. How long ago was that into his new contract? I feel was it during the 08 World Series? It was during one of the World Series. Was it 08 or uh, or? Oh, it was during one of the Red the Red Sox World Series. I oh, guess it was, thir- that was. It had to be 13 then, right? No, no. Is, is that too late in the timeline? Well, yeah, I'm trying to remember. What when it was the the A Rod trade during the World Series? Hold on, I'm not sure. We do have another super chat though. Okay, it was dude? It was we, no. It was uh, in 2007. A Rod opted out of his 10 year uh, deal yeah, right. with the Yankees uh, during the eighth inning of Game Four of the World Series. Cardinals, so. Red Sox, World Series. We got super chat from Alex, a member. 
for okay. two months. All right. He's the real, he's got the real mm-hmm. fan package. Alex says, I always said Hal's sister should have ran the team. She cared about the team. That's a good, I like that take there. I didn't really know too much about all that, the the family and who was going to, it's like a succession. Maybe they'll do a new season of succession. Can we we seriously start punching, start punching people on Twitter right now? Because they're, so I just went on real quick to see if anything's happening and people are digging up old Jeff Passon tweets of Yankees are acquiring Tyler Wade. Remember when they brought him back last year? That was fucking great. Twitter and is then, Twitter is high school. I'm not, and it's then, like dumbass high school yeah. shit. And now here's another one. Yankees are acquiring James Paxton. Yeah, that, that, that really turned out well. Yeah, I actually heard a couple of things, though, regarding other teams, and it's kind of frustrating because apparently the Pirates are actually really listening on Bednar, and I don't know if they want to be blown away, but um, rumor is that Arizona is pushing hard to land him. That came from an Arizona reporter. Um, they're making a big push. Uh, uh, Keller's another. Mitch Keller is another good one yeah. that I, I wouldn't mind. And I know people are going to say, "Well, we need offense," but the Yankees could fucking you know. The thing about the offense is you need everything. Okay, they need, and yeah, I was laughing. At you. Did you see that thing the other day where it's like the Yankees are looking for a left fielder, a catcher, a third baseman, <laughs> a relief pitcher, a starting pitcher? I'm like, what the hell? Like, hold on a second. These these guys are out there fucking mind, but. That's the roster that was built. I mean, that's what Brian Cashman did. And unfortunately, right, so he's been rewarded for it. Just start with what you don't need. A right fielder. Yeah. yeah. That's where the list ends. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you, you you look around at this club, and, and, and it's funny because when I, when I say maybe if you sold, you could probably still get better, it's because how much worse can this offense really get? I don't but know. are you sell- but that's the whole thing. Yeah. People are like, sell, we're gonna sell. What are you selling, guys? That's the tough thing, but you never right. know. Maybe you got a lot of teams out there looking to compete. That's the that's the only good thing about that's the good and the pro and the con about major league baseball now. So many teams get in and so many teams are so close. So I, I do think yeah. actually if you came out there and said, Hey, look, you know, some of these guys might be struggling here, but hey, you put them back over there, some teams might go, oh, I'd Rizzo getting you, honest in all honesty. What is Rizzo getting you if the Yankees put him on the trade market? Yeah, I tell you this: if a team's willing to take some of that deal, that might be good enough. Mm -hmm. Or the majority of that contract, that might be good enough. Put fucking Bowers at first base the rest of the year. Wow, that's fucking. I'm not making. Just like I can't. What's the fucking point? We're gonna play Jake Bowers at first base now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) In all seriousness, yeah. What what else are they supposed to do? Not I mean, be this, not be this bad is number is is one. Yeah. Like, well, that's my point. That's that's Cashman. That's what he's right. done already. I mean, fucking Franchi Cordero's batting fifth in July. Bingo, right there. Now they talk about Willie Calhoun coming back for what? Right. Don't okay. even waste our time with that. At that point, call up the prospects and see what you got. Like you were Exa- saying before, Pete. Exactly. Because what? Just what? Let, it's, at it, this how much point, worse is it going to be? Well, that's the same thing. Like the new thing with Seth Brown. Uh, c- come on, are, are we like? Why, why are we doing this? Randall Grichik, why are we doing this? What is the point? Mm-hmm. First of all, you want a lefty outfielder. You got, I know people don't want to hear it. You got as Devon Floreal. Guy's having a great year. Why don't you reward the kid and just let him play then? You want yeah, a right-handed if, outfielder. You got Pereira. Let him play. If those are your, if you're, if you're really deciding whether you're not, you're going to trade for Randall Grichik or Seth Brown, play one of those two kids. Exactly. It just doesn't make sense. Exactly. And, and that's, that's the most frustrating thing about this team because, yes, we all want them to win this year. There's no denying that. All of us 
would be very, very happy if tomorrow they turn it around and this excellent team and they add a couple of guys and they go on a run. That would be that would be brilliant. But the Yankees got to have a little bit of backbone. That's why I go back to that Angels deal. Everybody believes the deal was an overpay. You see it all over. Analysts talking about it. Yeah, they gave the two, top two or two and three top prospects. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, you look at that. Cashman got to sit back and go, maybe if we want to go for it, we're going to have to overpay. So let's fucking do it. Where's Shaparo playing? Is he ever going to play? No. Tyler Hardman, these are all good prospects that could work another club. Deal these guys. What are they doing for us? I mean, because what else is going to happen is that you're going to be hit with a 40-man crunch and you're going to get rid of them for pennies right. on the dollar because you don't, you don't want to DFA them. Yeah, they who's, got a shit who's the guy, guys um, they got to protect? They got a lot Whitlock. of guys they got to protect. Got, with uh, Garrett Whitlock a couple years ago. There you go. I mean, there's a lot of guys on there that they're going to have to protect this year as it is. So you, yeah. you got to start problem, moving people. The biggest problem with all this that we've spent the last hour talking about is that, yeah, we could trade and make trade this guy get but Brian Cashman has not shown an ability in the last three or four years to to bring that missing piece in via That's trade. Right. So mm-hmm. he could that package that he sent for Frankie Montas, Jesus, I mean, wouldn't you like to have those guys at your disposal right now, whether or not to help sure. you here or to be in, in other trade packages? You know, the same thing with the guys he gave up for Joey Gallo. And I'll be the first to admit I wanted Joey Gallo here. So I'm not really going to because I I just I honestly I didn't see a lot of Joey Gallo play day to day. But I saw the numbers, 40 home run potential, 400 on base percentage guy, 900 OPS. I mean, it, it seemed like a no brainer. Right. So I'm not yeah. going to get on him for that one. But nobody wanted Frankie Montas. Uh, honestly, did anybody did anybody want this guy? And when I called him a second-class bum, <laughs> because that's what he is, that's what I felt that he was compared to Luis Castillo, you know, everybody, I had a lot of people coming at me, like, like, well, we're going to come back to this. Like, somebody quoted, I'm going to come back to this when when he <laughs> when he wins the Cy Young next year. Okay, well, he's not even going to get on the mound this year, bro. So, I mean. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous. So, so, again, like. Brian Cashman needs to fix this mess that he that he created. He made the mess, right? So he needs to come and, and, and fix it. But does he even have the ability to fix it? I but here's a, here's another thing, right? You don't you haven't earned the right to sit down and do nothing. You fucked this whole thing up, dude. Now now do something. And doing something is not bringing in Seth Brown and said, Oh, I got your left fielder. Okay. Because yep. that's like that's like saying, oh, I'm really hungry, man. I can go for a steak and your, you know, and your girlfriend comes home and is like, all right, stop the McDonald's. Here's a quarter pounder. Like it's it's food, it'll fill you, but like it's not what I want it, and it's not any good. Because yep. I would have rather just eaten fucking peanut butter in my cupboard, which we could do by calling up fucking Pereira or, or Florial. That's right. And if you look at this too, I actually got the list in front of me. Here are the names that the Yankees have to either protect, let go, or trade. Jason Dominguez. Dominguez is a lock. You know they're going to keep Dominguez. Austin Wells, they're going to have to keep Wells. Clayton Beater, they got to make mm-hmm. their mind up on Beater. Elijah Dunham, doesn't really matter. Matt Sawyer, eh, maybe. But uh, there's even more. Uh, Carson Coleman, Juan Carrello, who's having a great year in A-ball. Uh, Jared Cerna, who might be having the best year out of any Yankee prospect. He's as small as Altuve, but he's hitting a shit ton. I mean, really, really hitting the ball. 
Edgar Barclay's a left-handed pitcher in Double A that a team would easily take and throw on a major league roster. He's a good, good, solid left-handed relief pitcher. Jesus Pastidas, you could probably forget about. Andre Shaparo is another guy. Uh, Carlos Navarez, who's one of their catchers, having a phenomenal year. Augustine Ramirez might be their top prospect in a year or so. He's that fucking good. He's a catcher, Dominican catcher. They got called the A ball. I think he's hitting 400 right now. He has like five, six homers already. Ton of doubles. He doesn't stop hitting the ball. And I mean, these are a lot of guys they got to protect. And you either trade these guys, protect them, but you got to make room. And it's like they're just, they're like constipated, the Yankees. There's so much shit to get out. They don't know what the fuck to do. Mm. And I, I don't get it. I, I really don't get what what the, the year plans are for this club. I, I was telling somebody the other day, they got to have like a, you would think every team right now goes, come August 1st after the deadline, one of these four lineups needs to be our lineup. What is the one we're going to have? You got to believe they're thinking ahead enough that they're figuring out these are the moves that need to be made and they got to be in place to a degree. If not, then honestly, they don't they don't deserve to win, Dick. And I hate saying that as a Yankee fan, but but they're not doing the right things to win. And why the fuck do they deserve it then? Well, yeah, exactly. Uh, it it just it, it does frustrate you as a fan because. You, I, like I said, I don't know if I said this last week or two weeks ago. I just want to go to bed. Even if they don't win the World Series, I just want to go to bed that night that they get eliminated and say they lost, but they did everything in their power to to try to win. Yep. And I haven't been able to do that. And I just want, I want that to be the case. So if the Yankees went out there and Brian Cashman put his balls on the table and traded for Juan Soto and brought in a, brought in a closer – and they still lost this year. At least then I would go yeah. home. I would lay right over there and say, "Hey, you know what? I I really don't have anything to 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 complain about because they 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 went for it. They actually showed yeah. that, that they Facts. that they had it in them to go for it." Now, bingo. You know, you would have liked to do it earlier to maybe not put them themselves in a position like this. But at least they they tried to clean up their mess, and and it didn't work out. It didn't work out. But you know, that's what I'm saying. Like. If they somehow squeak into the third wild card, you know, because Judge comes back and their big acquisition was Seth Brown and they get smoked in the wild card series, that's not, it's nobody's going to fucking care that you got Seth Brown. You know, we're going to be sitting here saying, like, why did you even waste your time picking up the phone and having a conversation with the A's about that? It's just obviously not enough, man. Like, he could even come over if they got him and he could play well for us. And you just still look up and down the roster and you, and, 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 you see it and you go, there's just too many holes, man. They really got to have a, a bit. Anytime you hear people talk about it, it's usually what? Names Bellinger, Soto, Bellinger plus this guy. You, you rarely ever hear somebody go, hey, you know, uh, if we get that Randall Grichik. I mean, we're, we're probably like right there, right? Like you got to hmm. believe the offense gets a lot better if we do that. Randall and then Higashioka is still there hmm. and... You know, I, I I don't know, man. It, it 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 makes you want to bang your head against the wall because y- you as a fan could sit back and go, I see the holes, I understand it. I, I I can even sit there and go, either go young and fill these spots and try these guys out because they can't be much worse, or trade some of these guys and really, even if you have to overpay, go and do it. 
Like, I don't think Yankee fans would really be upset if they go, oh my God, they gave him Clayton Beater in a deal for, for Bellinger plus two other guys. How, how dare they? Who gives a fuck? Yeah, really. I mean, the only reason why anybody knows who Clayton Beater is because you got him for Joey Gallo. It was just somebody else that was languishing around in the minor leagues. You, you know, it wouldn't be a name that really uh, can't comes to your attention there. But we've been uh, we've been dancing around this one all night. The uh, the Yankees are they're not admitting anything. Although Joel Sherman reported that Judge is coming back tomorrow, you would have liked to have uh, heard some confirmation on that. When Aaron Boone then uh, comes out and says, "Well, nothing's off the table, but we haven't made any decisions about of things." Course. So, of course, he did. Because you know, if that's your plan, what's what? What do you? What's the harm in saying that's your plan? Like, yeah, that's our plan right now. We want, we want mm-hmm. to see. You know, we want to talk to him when he comes up here after. You know, you know, because he played at five innings of a sim game on Wednesday. So you can't, you can't come out and say, yeah, that's our plan. But we want to talk to him, see how he wakes up and feels in the morning after playing five innings. You've been fucking games for a month and a half now. You know, so what's the, what's the difference in another day here? But the 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 reports are that judge judge will be back during the uh, Baltimore series in. Really, the question you have to ask is, does it matter? I, yeah, obviously, yes, it does matter. Anytime you can add Aaron Judge back to this lineup, it, this team becomes watchable again. And, mm. and maybe he has like some of that, some of his greatness, you know, sprinkles off on some of these guys and they can actually perform like major league baseball players again. But does it matter in terms of the Yankees? making the postseason. And I know a lot of this is contingent on what Brian Cashman does, but if there's no major move made, like even, I even would say Bellinger would be a major move because I think it's a huge upgrade over what they have. But like if it's a Seth Brown or or any of those types of guys, is Aaron Judge coming back enough? Like is, is that enough to propel them into the postseason? I mean, you could answer this question very, very easy, right? <clears throat> is it enough to is it enough to get them there? Well, as of right now, the Yankees are what is it? I believe it's two and a half games two half. out. Two and a half games at the wild card. You gotta believe that they can pass Toronto and they could also pass Boston and a surging LA and also a surging to a degree Seattle, who usually gets hot a lot of times in the second half. So it's not an easy road for the Yankees. But can they get in? Of course. It's two and a half games. Yeah. The, I think the bigger question really is can they win? And that's what we want to do. Nobody wants to get in and lose. And I don't want to get it like enough of this bullshit of just get in and oh, it's a toss up. How about you just get in with the best team possible and then tell me it's a fucking toss up. But until then, don't tell me we got Seth, Seth Brown, whatever the hell his name is. I keep wanting to say Seth Green, but Seth Brown. And we got judge back, so now we're just going to go on this massive run. And all of a sudden, even dating back to July of last year, we're going to be better than a seven games above 500 ball club. I don't believe that because they got to be much better than that to get in. They got to play like, what, 20 over, 17 over the rest of the way just to have a chance. How many wins do they have right now? Uh, They are 54 and 48. Yeah, they got to play ball. 40, 40 wins is 94, and they have to go 40 in what? I don't even know how many games they have left. They have they 60 have games left. 48. I think there's 60 games left, right? I'm going to do my math so you, quickly. And Curry if that's said the they, case. 
Curry said they have to get to 90 wins to even yeah, be realistic to uh, get that last yeah. wild card. And that's still playing better than they've played for well over a year. Well better than they played yeah. for well over a year. Yeah. yeah. This, is I mean, they were, this is not an easy thing. No, it's not an easy thing to do. They were 11 over at one point, I believe. So, I mean, it's they're not that far off from that. Can Aaron yeah. Judge boost them those six games? Yeah, because that'll be, what, 36 and 20 they'd have mm-hmm. to go. So that would be 12, 12 over. I mean, there's, there's also doable. a very – and there's the scariest thing to look at is there's also a very, very strong chance they maybe go like four and six over the next 10. Sure. Five and, and five, you can almost be hopeful, right? Of... Like You can almost be hopeful to split, to split the, yeah. these next 10 games. Well, yeah. I mean, even if you look at it, say we're going to get Cole and Rodon X amount of times. What the hell does it matter? I mean, oh, we we uh, yeah, they lose five games when Cole is allowed two runs or less. Yeah. So I mean, he lot. can go out there and I mean, he can go out there and do that, and they could still lose. I mean, this is the this is the this is what's really bothering me. Is man, I've been waiting for this Garrett Cole. I've been waiting yeah, for this right. version of Garrett Cole, and he's here. And the Yankees are going to miss the postseason more. Uh, I would bet more likely that they would miss it than they than they're going to make it. This is the guy you've been waiting for. This is why you you can't sell. Okay, this is when fans are like, "Oh, we should sell." Great, your Cy Young ace that you wanted, that you've been waiting to to be the, the best pitcher in the league, which he really hasn't been. That you've been waiting for him to be this guy. It's finally here. This is who we've all wanted. Yep. And you're just going to piss the season away. And then you, there's no guarantees in anything in life. You right. signed Garrett Cole to this long-term contract. You signed Aaron Judge to this long-term contract. And I keep saying it. Why do you keep kicking the can down the road of getting out of their primes? I don't know, man. It's, it's sure. frustrating. We have another super chat. All right. This one from Joseph Gonzalez. You says uh, there's a legitimate chance Soto, Otani, and Cody Bellinger won't be available at the deadline. Outside of maybe Nolan Arenado, he's not. What, we know that, right? Yeah. You know, uh, outside of maybe Arenado, what big trade can the Yankees make? Juan Soto. Okay, it's yeah. simple. That's it. They want to be blown yeah. away. Then fucking blow them away. Yeah, why is this so goddamn difficult? Why honestly, why is this so difficult to, to comprehend this? I don't know. I, it's not I, I a don't... rental. I, there's a limit I would pay for Cody Bellinger. And I'm not, I really don't even want a rental, to be honest with you. I mm-hmm. I don't want the Yankees to spend that type of capital on a rental because they're they're of the because of the position they're in. If they if they were firmly entrenched in a wild card mm-hmm. spot where you knew that they, they couldn't blow it, then yeah, go for the oh. rental. Okay. I have no problem with that. But because of where they're at, I really don't and what Bellinger's might likely to cost, I really don't want to see them use the assets on that. Go get Soto. Because if worse comes to worse, you don't make the playoffs this year. You have Juan Soto and Aaron Judge for all of 2024 with yep. hopefully a, a healthy Rodon and Garrett Cole. Who's got four players like that right now? Nobody. And, you know, the, the other thing, too, about, I mean, look, if, even if, if those guys aren't available, and I'm thinking outside the box here, I'll be honest with you guys, I, I don't really know. I mean, I know a couple of people said maybe like – uh is Elias Diaz available, who's a catcher for Colorado, but that's not necessarily some... Does he improve the catching? Yeah, I think so. I definitely think he does, but could you get a Ryan McMahon in him? I, I don't know. McMahon got a great contract, and 
I don't know if they deal him. I, I don't like Dylan Carlson. I don't like moves like that. Like yeah, I heard that's another name. I was yeah, that just, yeah, that just doesn't do it for me. It just doesn't do it for, for me. So, I mean, if those guys weren't available, you got to probably make about two or three moves, smaller mm-hmm. moves potentially, that just are replacements for what they currently have. And you got to hope that they come here and perform better. That's all. And, and maybe they would. But again, I don't see the Yankees doing either of those things because of Brian Cashman. I see I mean, Brian Cashman maybe acquiring one name in a relief pitcher and going, now we're ready to go. But, I mean, when you look at uh, Seth Brown's baseball reference page, it usually, if you go scroll down, it'll list comp- comparable players. He's comp to hmm. Shelly Duncan. Hmm. <laughs> I never saw that on there. Let me see. Let me actually look up StatCast on him because I think they also do the same exact thing, kind of. Uh... Respect to Shelly Duncan, but. Your big position is a guy that's comp to Shelly Duncan. Did we not watch Shelly Duncan? Yeah, he was a he was a wild maniac. Huh. He hit some home runs, but he's a terrible baseball player. I feel he like couldn't he was play a lot the field last year. Oh, if you look at Seth, I looked at his numbers. He, he had he had an OPS plus over a hundred the previous two seasons. So okay. I mean, I if but. Again, I got to go based on what he is this year. He I agree. sucks this I year. Agree. I agree. You think agree. he's going to magically turn into that guy uh, with the Yankees? Because I, usually guys oh go God. in reverse when they come here. Well, I'm even looking at his numbers right now. I mean, there's just a couple of things that I, I tend to pinpoint. If he's not a guy like, I could take a lefty that strikes out. I'm okay with taking that because the Yankees do need more left-handed bats. He can't strike out and be as bad as as Seth Brown has been. He's striking out to a 30% clip, and overall, he's been terrible. So I, I can't, Foyle can't play in the major leagues, though. It, exactly. If you're going to strike out 30 times, that average needs to be up, that on-base percentage needs to be up, and you got to have a little more pop than Any that. Bowers, Franchi, they all have strikeout rates in the 30%. Yep. In 30% but, oh, we're really worried about how much Esteban Foyle is going to strike out. Yeah, this is the that's problem a, with the Yankees. They one. talk out of both sides of their mouth, and you're like, "What are you guys even fucking? What are you guys talking about here? We can't get we can't get him on the forty man roster." That's what they said about uh about uh what do you call it about uh, Estevan Foriel. Yeah, didn't they just pull a move to get this fucking pitcher on the forty man that nobody yeah. who who gives a shit about this guy? Well, that's what the Yankees do. They they think everybody's dumb as fuck and they're smarter than anybody. To sit there and go, his name and well, they he's not some... on the forty man. That 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 is about as lazy and stupid of a response and a sad thing as our reporters accept it. Mm-hmm. But if I'm getting a lefty, like I'll answer this guy's this guy's question here about who would be available. I don't know if the Cardinals would do this deal, but if I'm getting a lefty that strikes out a lot, and I, I said it before, a guy with power, better on base percentage, give me Nolan Gorman. Mm-hmm. If you could add Nolan Gorman, who's an original, originally a third baseman, I'd be okay with a move like that because he, he has a shit ton of potential. He's 23 years old. If they're willing to move him, which I'm going to assume mm-hmm. they could be because they got Arenado and apparently they don't want to deal him, but even though I think they're talking to the Dodgers about a deal with him yeah. potentially. But Nolan Gorman's a guy that has a shit ton of power. I yeah, mean, 22 home runs. Power. 22 home runs on the year. 245 bad average and 325 on base. Yeah, 23, 22, 22 years old. And if and if I'm gonna give a guy like Sean Casey people to potentially oh, work with in the future, I'd want to give him guys like that 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 are still kind of 
becoming who they're going to be. Not these old-ass guys who are set in their ways already. Mm. And who knows if Boone stays or if Boone goes, if you know Casey's going to go with him anyway. But I'm sorry. You mentioned the Dodgers, right? Mm-hmm. They're already in first place. They made yeah, two deals made, already. They made two deals already, and they're linked to Nolan Arenado while the Yankees yep. are just fucking twiddling their thumbs over here. Because they want they want to put their best foot forward to try to win. And that and that is how it's done. Patchwork does not work when you're the New York Yankees. Patchwork is additional pieces to the larger deal. And the Yankees all of a sudden have felt like, well, patchwork is enough to get us where we got to go. And it, it goes back to what I've said about it. They're complacent. They're complacent with who they are. And on top of that, they are a just get in organization. They truly believe just get us in and anything can happen. Not a, the, the better team's going to win typically. You guys aren't good enough to do it. They're not good enough to do it. Ne- I can't call for a boycott. I can't do it. With no, I won't either. I don't do that. I don't like it. But there's two. There's like 210,000 people <clears throat> at Yankee Stadium this week. This is what I mean. Even even as miserable as they've been this year, people are still going nah. to watch them play baseball. They're going to go. And a lot of times, too, people got to remember this. I talk about this a lot. A lot of times, it's not people like me and you. These are people that go, oh, I want to go to Yankee Stadium. They don't even watch baseball. They're visiting. They're doing this. They're doing that. So a lot of it's that. But I, I saw something recently. I think actually, um, I think Mario sent me it. And it, it does a breakdown of where the Yankees' money overall really comes from. The majority of it isn't attendance. The major, like the, the major, the biggest chunks of their money is not attendance. So I understand, look, the, the thing is, if the Yankees continue to get bad and worse and worse, people aren't going to show up as much. They're, that's just naturally going to happen. But out of just, out of nowhere, people stop showing up. That That's not, that's not going to happen. And you look yeah. at it, they've been competitive. They've been competitive for 30 straight years. So well, as long as the Yankees, yeah, as long as they're competitive, people are going to still buy tickets or still buy merchandise. Yep. It's put a money in their pockets. Model. Yeah, it's an, they're an incredible business. It's just they're yep. a great team. Yep. I mean, that's what I always say. Like, how wants to be a businessman? That's fine, but hire somebody to run your business better. Bingo. That's what I was saying that the other day. And, you know, I think what could potentially happen when it comes to Hal Steinbrenner is I just think at some point, right, he's going to have to sit back and go, hey, I'm not going to get the blame for all this. Like, I'm the owner. I'm not going. Like, somebody was telling me the other day, yeah, but how's the problem? But he's not going nowhere. So he's never hey, but- leaving. I'll say this, bro. You, I, if Vince McMahon can sell the WWE, Hal Steinbrenner can sell the New York Yankees. 100% he could. But does anybody see that happening anytime soon? That That's a big-ass family. That's where the majority of their money is. That's a gold mine for them. They got no they reason get, to sell it. Yeah, that. but I mean, what do you think the Yankees are worth? $10 billion? I think it's like, I think altogether, if you bought the Yankees and the Yes Network, it's like $12 billion plus. Right, so... Ten generations of Steinbrenners would never have to want for anything in their life. And when does it become too much of a headache for Hal? Be like, I'm not dealing with this shit anymore. I don't know. I don't know. But the answer comes back quite simply again. Who's quicker to go? Cashman or Steinbrenner? No, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's Cashman. Cashman. So I just think at some point the shit's going to rise so high that he's going to have to sit back and go, hey, you know what? I'm not taking the blame anymore. I can't be the guy getting the blame. So you guys, unfortunately, have to go. Whether it's a little, little pat in the back, I, I, I can't. I, I, can't be the, I can't be the fall guy here. I'm the owner. 
sprinkles of George in him. And we've seen it in the last year, which mm -hmm. he made, you know, Aaron, what do you want to make sure you don't go anywhere? Boom, did it, right? Now, mind you, if his general manager had half a fucking clue, it could have saved him $100 million, but yep. whatever, okay? Uh, also, um, you know, after they got shut down by Jamison Tyone, he wanted he wanted somebody's head on a silver platter. That's a fucking George move if I ever heard one. A former Yankee that is struggling, especially one that's struggling, comes in here and embarrasses the Yankees in the Bronx. <sighs> Somebody gets fired over it. That's a George move right there. And Hal just pulled that a couple weeks ago. So you see these little sprinklings of of George in him, but then he doesn't. He never takes it to the to the to the to the full degree. There, it's always and he always comes back and he's a little bit more, a lot more reserved than his dad. And he's like, okay, bud, you can go do what you want to do. Your sandbox. No, it's your sandbox, bro. You've you've been given, you've been left with something that we. Anybody that is listening to my voice uh, would would do unspeakable things to get their hands on, and you were just handed this. Yeah, you know. <clears throat> yep, that's right. I don't ever want to make it seem like you know, like some people come out here and say, uh, you know, you always hear like, oh, you know. All the things that my dad did to me made me, you know, he made me a Yankee fan. I never say something like that because, like, I know how lucky I am that living in New Jersey, North Jersey, that like my dad only cared about two sports, and being and winding up a Yankee and a Giant fan, I I hit the lottery in terms of being a sports fan, right? So I'll never be like, you know, I understand I'm not a Met fan, I'm not a Jet fan, I'm not long suffering. We've had a lot of success, but at the same time, it's like. For this, for for the tide to turn to be like, all right, we tried this. Wake the fuck up and do something different now, okay? You can't sit back on your history, and it, that's what it is. And a lot of people have said this, and it's true. Like, oh, people that that visit Yankee Stadium from outside of New York are like, oh, I hate it. Well, why do you hate it? Well, I feel like I'm at a Yankee museum. Well, no shit, mm -hmm. Sherlock. It's it's what it is. Like, so that's why I like Yankee Stadium, but. But like you can't go into Yankee Stadium anymore and be like, oh look, we won that, we won that, won that. Well, what have you done for me lately? Now, like now's the time to to wake up. You have generational talent in Garrett Cole and Aaron Judge. I don't want to sit back and be like, well, yo, damn man, like we really had Aaron Judge and didn't win a win a, win a friggin' thing. We really had we really had Garrett Cole out here for nine years and the guy never pitched in the World Series. I don't I don't want to say that. Yep. And you got possibilities, unfortunately, of all of that if if things don't change soon. Because the other thing I was I was even thinking about the other day is like, you look at the Yankees infield, they got glaring holes. I mean, you may have one guy that actually fits their infield over the next multiple years if Glaber leaves too, is Volpe. And other than that, who's playing third base? Who's playing first base? Who's playing second base? And there there's a very poor planning done. The Atlanta Braves have been able to mold together a roster and say, we're going to lock this group up for the next eight, six, seven, eight, nine years and hope that we go on a dynasty run. And they've put this excellent roster together of youth and veterans that, are, that is working very, very well. So when it comes to deadlines, what do you have to do? You go, let's get those patchwork pieces. 
because the foundation is in place. The Yankees do not have a foundation. What are you and the foundation you just... is in two players. It's not two players, unfortunately. I just saw a slick DP that uh, Cody Bellinger started because I guess he plays first base as well. So He's a very, very good uh, defensive first baseman, too. He's great with the glove anywhere he plays in the outfield and also at first base. But just to go to this poll that we ran here because we're, okay. we're running long again here, so let's just kind of bring things home here. Uh, what do you call it? So we asked the fans, like, will Aaron Judge make a difference for the team, right? So – 52% of people said, no, they're going to miss the postseason. 43% said they'll be a wild card team. And five people are got the, got the sticky icky, and they said they're going to win the AL East. Oh, wow. Uh, <clears throat> I guess just to bring this point home, does he make does he make a difference in terms of them making the postseason? And, well, yeah. yeah. I mean, he how has the Yankees – but here's what I want to ask you, and – could if Aaron Judge was healthy all year, right? Mm-hmm. And they didn't make any major moves. Do you think this team is a playoff team? No. I think they'd make the playoffs if he had been healthy all year, without any major additions. Oh no! Yeah, yeah. I think they'd make it. They'd still make it. Right. Okay, and I agree with you there. But with him coming back and the Yankees having to jump, uh, make make up three games in the wild card, have they been exposed? To the point now where even with a healthy Aaron Judge, you don't feel the same way you would have felt about the supporting players uh, had he been here all year. Yeah, like the and warts, I, the warts are there now. You see them. They're of course. Well, the thing is too is that you also got to remember that's why I say a guy like a Soto makes too much sense for them. If if let's say Aaron Judge gets comes back, and Aaron Judge is hot, wow, Aaron, Aaron Judge is right back to where he normally is. Why would you pitch to Aaron Judge? Why right. would you pitch to him? There's no Why are really... teams going to pitch to Aaron Judge moving forward when Stanton looks like the Crypt Keeper? Had the, it looks like his legs are skeletons at this point, and he could barely swing a bat. Anthony Rizzo hasn't been Anthony Rizzo in age. He had a four-for-four four game, uh, and next yeah. two games he doesn't do shit again. I mean, where are the Yankees getting the additional... Bats. Where are they getting the additional guy to drive guys in? Mm. Who is the other guy? Who is the Who's other the multiple other people that you sit back and depend on? I I, I don't, they don't know. Have if they have this year, man. They don't. They, don't they haven't had him. But now the question I, I would ask then is: Do you think Judge gives this team a better chance at scoring more than three or scoring three plus a night when Judge is in the lineup? Well, he, I mean, yeah, because oh, yeah. he's a homer. He could hit a three homer four times. He could hit homer four times. Right, right, well, and that exactly. You know, that's that's the main stat I'm seeing lately. Uh, that the Yankees right now they're 50 and 18 when scoring three runs. That's tied for the third best record in major. Oh, they have baseball. they're in the lower 20s in terms of actually. Yeah, they're doing it. they're they're tied for 20th most when and actually doing it only 70 only 70 games seven zero. So well, I, you, you know take... having Judge in that lineup gives them a, a very you know, good chance at scoring three or more runs. And then if they score three or more runs, statistically, they've won. Ball. So, yeah, I think that he definitely, him being in the lineup. I mean, this is a really telling stat. If you take away the wins against uh, Kansas City and Oakland, they're under 500 this year. Yeah, that yeah, was that, a pretty wild that was one. insane. Eight yeah. and one, I think, against the Royals yeah. and A's. And then, what, 45 and 47 against everybody, uh, everyone else? 
That tells you but all. Two you teams need that are on man. pace to win hundred uh, to lose one hundred and ten mm. games is what's keeping you above water right now. But I mean, that you know tells what? you everything it's you like, need to know. So yeah, I mean, to answer the question, does they, does Aaron Judge make a difference? Yes, but in, I, I hate saying this. I even with him, without another major addition, I don't think they're a playoff team because, they like I said, be. because like I said, dude. I think now this team has been exposed. It's been exposed, and he even him coming back can't cover that up. Had he been here all year, yeah, I think it would have been covered up. I honestly think it, like it was covered up last year. Even though we saw it, it was still kind of covered up last year because he, yeah. he was here all the time, and his greatness distracted everybody from it, and he was able to, to get the team to 99 <laughs> wins basically by himself. But now that yep. he's not, he hasn't been here for six, seven weeks. You know what these other guys are now. And but even, even so, too, Christian, right? If you if you think about it, last year Aaron Judge didn't miss no time, and the second half of the season they were barely above five hundred exactly. with him. Right. So, so I'm I'm like they didn't learn that lesson, you know. Ben Attendee wasn't even enough when they had him healthy. So yeah. it, it's, yeah. it's 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 just a very very tough spot to be in because. I think as Yankee fans right now, we just have no confidence in Brian Cashman going out there and, and doing enough. He should be doing what the Dodgers are doing right now. It's a great point. If you guys are really looking to go out there and, and win, I don't care if it's little names right now, but enough of them could make a difference. But if you're going to just do a little patch, work, patch job, bro, just call the guys up and, and, and tell everybody you're hopeful to get in and we're going to try again next year at this point. People want to say that's not the Yankee way. It's been the fucking Yankee way. How hard would it really be if he scoured all 29 other teams to get a guy to play left field? Not even, not even asking for an all-star. A guy that belongs in, in, major, in, in the major leagues right now. Exactly. Just it's play left job. field. Like the, like the Dodgers did when they got, because they needed infield help, they went out and got Rosario and Kike Hernandez. No, no. Teams are going to blow you away, but these guys that belong in the major leagues and that can play these positions that the Dodgers need. That's right. That's right. These and then all, if a bigger um, deal comes along, then you deal with really? it because like, okay, so Billy McKinney's been pretty good, but pretty good on a scale. He doesn't, he shouldn't be playing as much as he right. does. I mean, Jake Bowers, Jesus, man, like the Yankees love his bat. What do you love about it? The fact that he misses 95 down <laughs> the watched, middle every time and somebody throws it to him? him. Have you been watching him this year? That's that was Boone's response to his interviews when someone questioned. I've been watching him now. He, how many? What's his? What, I, I, he's got to have a negative run differential as a, as as a defensive player, right? Whatever that stat is, like defensive run saved, it has yeah, to be negative. Like yeah. Oh yeah. He's 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 it. one of the worst outfielders. Well, he has a negative point one WAR. Start there. I mean, there's just and and that's the that's the frustrating thing because. I, I truly believe that Yankee fans, the majority and all Yankee fans really that know this club, they want to win. I know all of us here at NYY News TV, we want to win. We want to celebrate this team winning with with Boone or, or, or and with Cashman, if that's what it's going to be. We want to win. We're also not going to sit here and blow smoke up this team's ass when, they know when we know there's obvious issues that they are terrified to address for whatever reason. I'm not rooting for the Yankees to lose so they can get rid of Boone and Cashman. Rather, those not. fucking guys just do their jobs and win. Win. Exactly. <laughs> so, uh, the Yankees are going to be in Baltimore. Garrett Cole is going to kick off this series uh, on Friday night against Grayson Rodriguez. 
Good matchup. Uh, yeah, it's a good matchup. Uh, you know, Carlos Rodon got his first Yankee win last night. Uh, he looked pretty. I mean, he looked good. I mean, you he got that fired up. You got that fired up Carlos Rodon finally after he struck out Pete Alonso. He made Pete Alonso look stupid on those three sliders. I mean, that was. That was that. That's uh, that's Carlos Rodon right there. Although, like, I didn't realize this. I knew he was a two pitch pitcher in the sense of like he would predominantly throw those. I didn't know that's all he fucking throws. Yeah, he mixed in a fastball. Yeah, fastball slider. But he does have a changeup and a curveball. But I was talking about that on game season. I'm like, I really would like to see Blake work on that changeup a bit. I mean, that's yeah, a pretty important that. pitch for a lefty to have. I don't think he threw anything other than a fastball and slider last night. That's who he is. That's what he does. Well, some more sliders, though, because he was really on the fastball for the first yeah. couple. Months, so, Schleiders. I mean, if that's what you, I mean, if he's going to give you that uh, from uh, just two pitches, you know, I'm not going to complain. And about Cody it, Bellinger but... is three for five today. Okay. Thank you, Craig. Okay. 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 Thank you. Thank you. They're probably going to end up keeping him. All right. Yeah, All right. Okay. Okay. So, we got a lot going on here. Okay. So, uh, big announcement. Uh, it is official. Uh, NYYST will be live at Lido's Tavern in North Arlington, New Jersey on August 19th at 1 o'clock. Uh, we'll be broadcasting live during the Yankees-Red Sox game, so we want to see you out there at Lido's Tavern in North Arlington, New Jersey on August 19th, 1 o'clock uh, for the Yankees and Red Sox game. We're going to be out there. I'm so excited for it. Uh, we might even have some some surprises going on there, okay? Okay. So we definitely want to see you out there. We also want to see you out there. Tickets are getting scarce now, okay? So uh, NYY News yep. TV Day 2023, uh, Part 2 for Aaron Judge Bobblehead Day. So remember that one, okay? All, uh, September 23rd uh, against the Diamondbacks. So you can see Corbin Carroll, okay? So that would be exciting. <laughs> Let's say, yeah, you got some good guys on uh, Arizona that you guys could enjoy seeing for the first time potentially. Okay. Okay. And I won't be here next week. I'll be uh, oh, taking. I'm going to be on vacation. I can't wait to get the fuck out of here. I just. I told yeah. my wife. My, my wife. Back when we were planning this, I was like, "If you let me rot in in North Jersey for 52 weeks this year, I'll, I'm gonna I'm gonna go berserk." So then. Get out of here. How you doing? How you doing? So hopefully everybody. So hopefully the fellas hold it down while I'm out. But uh, I have no, uh, I have no faith in anybody except for myself. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Okay. He believes okay. in himself. Okay. okay. That's that's okay. a great okay. thing to have. Believe. Well, hopefully, okay. when I get okay. back, you know, okay. Uh, okay. what we can talk about is, uh, you know, some big acquisitions the Yankees made. The Yankees mm. going on a big surge here, but, you know, I'm not going to let them ruin my vacation. I've 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 let that happen in the past. I'm not letting that happen this time. So yeah. if you want to fuck around and be dickheads and not do anything and lose to the Baltimore Orioles, I'm going to be tanning my ass on the beach. So go fuck yourselves. All right. Okay. But don't be tanning do, his but, ass. All right. But don't do that. Go and be the Yankees that we all love. The Yankees that we know are we we know it's in there. So just do it. Okay. That's my pump up speech for, for today. Just do it. Okay. Just do it. Okay. Just okay. do it. Okay. Just do it. Okay. Nikki, brought to you by. Okay. Well, we want to thank everybody that's been in the chat tonight. If you're still there, please uh, hit the like button. Subscribe to NYY News TV. Uh, okay. Uh, we want to celebrate uh, NYY News TV Day with a cake that says 20K on it. So let's get on that. All right. Okay. Oh, We're yeah. Getting that's there. happening, baby. That's We're happening, baby. There. We got it. 
okay. oh, another, another quick announcement, even though I know everybody probably already knows. Deadline day, everybody. This psychopath right here will be live for 24 hours, 7 a.m. to 7 a.m. So tune in. We're doing some charity stuff. So let's enjoy and have a good time. Hey, it's for the I hope kids. I make it through it. That's all. It's for the kids, okay? All right. It's like uh, Entourage when uh, Matt Damon wanted Vince to 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 donate to the charity. It's for the fucking kids, Vince. That's exactly what it is. It's for the fucking kids, man. <laughs> so tune in and you donate, damn you, all right? Hey, don't. How you donate? How you donate? How you donate? How you donate? I had donate. I want to thank Pete for sitting in for Chris, who's unfortunately yeah. sitting in a hot house with no power right now. But, Damn. Uh, so we hope he's doing all right. Uh, and uh, we want to thank everybody for their continued support of NYY News TV and NYYST. We want to thank everybody for listening and watching episode 342 SGR. Go Yanks. Pete, say goodbye. How you doing? Competition, but if you go against me, you the opposition. But if you want to test to look like you can close the distance, I'm gonna give an A for effort since you're so persistent. Uh, with you, I'm just practicing, cause I'm back to back. Let's get back to winning. As a matter of fact, I'm not that forgiving, cause you did this to yourself. That's a